Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast, now joined by the most hyped pass rushing duo to ever commit to the University of Arizona, Elijah Rushing, Keona Davis. How you guys doing? Doing great. How are you? Dude, not too bad. Not too bad. Now, first of all, we got to talk about it. who's thunder and who's lightning. Um, not really sure, to be honest. Um, I just, that's just the name that our parents kind of came up for the two of us, and we just been kind of just, just roll with it as a duo. All not right. Really have, yeah. Just, so you you guys took very different paths to get here. Elijah, I mean, everybody in Tucson had heard about you from the Pop Warner days, especially when you see some of the pictures when you're like a foot taller than everybody else. Um, Kiona, um, there's a coach on the coaching staff, uh, Coach Stoney, who uh, told me last year, he said, there's this kid that came, there's this kid that's here now that I'm telling you, man, him and Elijah are going to be absolute problems and they're both power five guys. When did you guys first hear about each other, just kind of coming from the different backgrounds and whatnot of playing football? Um, well, I first heard about Elijah at um, this camp at Af- Amphi, at the high- Amphitheater High School, when I was with Sienega. So that's why I first met him. Right. Now, now, Elijah, what did you think when you first saw him? Okay, so my first reaction, because, like, like you said, I was the biggest dude in Pop Warner. So then I see someone, I'm like, who is that? Like, we look exactly like each other. So right. then, like, we compete. We kind of um, – he was, like, going offense and defense. I went against him a few times. And I'm talking to my dad, like, yo, who is that? And so, so yeah, we were just, like – we were just, like, beside us. Because I'm like, I thought I was the only person who, like, was built like this in the city. So it was right. just cool to see now, so you guys, so now you're both obviously at South Point this year. When you both were able to line up on the field together at the same time, what was that like? Because for people like me in Tucson, you don't see something like that on the defensive line ever. Um, I would say it was like I could already see because, like you said, he's a talent. We're both talent. So my thing was like we're gonna we're gonna really make something special when. Um, whenever he was able to play the complete season because he transferred and he had to sit five. But, but like once he got into the system, I was already knew that we were going to be something special. All right. And then, Kyoto, what does it mean then when you've got a guy rated by many as the number one rated defensive end in the country who's talking about you in such glowing manners like that? Well, uh, it feels great, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but um, I see him more as a friend, not like um, – somebody who's like way above me where like I have to praise him. Right. So talk about the bond a little bit out there. Did you guys bond quickly? Did you guys become pretty close pretty quickly? How did that all work out? Um, it was kind of just like, um, I said like mutual because we were both kind of, we're both workers. So it was kind of just, that bond was building, just practicing on the field, working technique with each other and just building that rapport as we were just hitting the field and trying to get it. Now, so let's talk a little bit then about kind of Arizona football and whatnot, because so Arizona comes into the picture. Obviously, they're recruiting you for quite a while, Elijah. Then Kiona, you're uh, you get offered by them. What about Arizona stuck out to both of you? And what made you guys both decide that yep, that's going to be the place we want to continue our college football? Um, for me, it was community and seeing how well everybody bonded with each other and really cared for one another. The coaches were more like uncles to their players and the players view them as such. So for me, that was very important, important my bad, for just to have the family feeling. Right, Elijah? 
And then for me, I would say that was the same experience. And just the biggest thing when it came for me is um, where's your best support system? Because that's why I heard everywhere else I went, like, where's your best support system? And it was, yeah, it was just like, where's my best support system? And this was there. And I just got to see, like, from people who went in the draft, like, you can, you can make it out of anywhere. You're not inclined to go to certain colleges to make it out. You can make it out of anywhere. So my thought was just like, why not here? This is my best support system. Right. And then so Jed Fish, though, what was his sales pitch kind of to you guys then, you know, as far as, you know, college, getting you to the next level? How did that all go? I would say for me, it was like the biggest thing was like hometown hero, kind of like right. that deal. And just like expertise with Coach Kofusi, someone who's kind of built similar. So we could just like um, take us to the level that we needed to. Right. Kiona? Um, for me, it was how he explained he wanted more defense with the team he had when I was there on my visit he said defense defense so for me that was very important seeing as I'm a defensive guy he probably put more emphasis on me and um yeah that was yeah right and then so along the defense he's talked about from day one that he wants to be able to get bigger along the defensive line and you guys are certainly bigger now let's talk a little bit about just kind of this past year then so Keona, you get to south point and how has that kind of changed your game a little bit just you know being around other players and whatnot being around you know the best high school in the city and whatnot um well coming to south point and then being with elijah being able to practice with them along with the other coaches and players i feel like i've um up my game and added more skills to my skill set and just really got to learn the game more and be able to slow it down and actually know what i'm doing now recruiting wise then what was it like what was it like for you then just kind of being you know a little bit of a late bloomer onto the scene when you start getting these offers you know in the arizona's the washington's of the world how did that how did that all play out for you um, well, at first it was very exciting, but uh, a little overwhelming a bit. But um, the more offers I got and the more attention I got, and then I, f- I felt like I was able to handle it a bit better because um, I had help around me. I had Elijah, I had Coach Rogers, and I had my family around to help me and um, walk me through this process. Right. Was there ever a stage in your guys' career where you're like, you know, you're at South Point and a just a big time coach, whoever the case may be, and you look around and you're kinda like, Man, I'm really on the right track right here. Do you guys ever have that kind of moment with somebody that just walked in that was just kind of like, you know, mind blowing for you? Um, I would say probably I think it was one either like Florida kind of through into the well for me it was the first time I got my SEC my first SEC offer I would say that was like Kentucky and then kind of Georgia follow follow with that I was like all right now like I'm starting to get some serious intention on like doing what I'm supposed to do right now right and Kiona for me it was when I got the UCLA offer when that happened I just uh I had a major confidence boosted right. Now, Elijah, your pops obviously played high-level uh, Division One football. How has that been able to kind of help you through all of this process? Because again, you could go, could have gone anywhere you wanted. Oh, it's, it's tremendous. Um, just the way he's been able to um, kind of coach me up on certain things, especially like um, just like aspects of football, what it takes to be D one, the mindset you need to have, and the work ethic, along with like kind of like the media side of things, how you 
um, operate yourself in that sense, kind of um, just know how to express yourself and just dominate the way you need to dominate. What would you guys say are the strengths of each other's game right there? Like, Keona, what, what, what sticks out about Elijah to you? And then, Elijah, what sticks out about Keona to you? Well, for me, what sticks out to Elijah, well, what sticks out to me about Elijah is his ability to um, quickly and swiftly get by the defender. And um, when he's on the field, he's always um, looking around, making sure he knows everything, he knows what exactly is going on before he plays. Elijah, what's kind of sticks out to you? I would say, um, I would say for Kiona, is like very much like his power. Like you could have probably one of your biggest guys, he's still gonna bulldoze over that person. That was something that really that um, I kind of feed off of him in his sense with his game. It kind of helps me know how to approach like the power of my aspect of the game and kind of how he's able to like. Because he has a good sense of, like, reading plays. Like, he has good instinct. Like, once he's in that backfield, he knows, like, that mesh point, he's going to get both of them if he's going to get the defend. He's gonna, Sorry, he's going to get the ball carrier. Once he gets to that backfield, he knows where to go. He knows what to recognize it, and he makes the play. So that's something that I kind of fed off of, and I got to um, uh, do some things a little better at. All right, so you guys played Bishop Alamania the previous week. What uh, Going into that game, you obviously have a, a tackle there that's a fairly highly rated guy. Well, going into that game, did you guys know that you were going to smash them? I would say that was the mindset. Like, when we hit the field, like, we're like, we're – it was like um, not, not many, like, Arizona teams going to Cali just to, to play one of those teams. We're like, we came all the way up here. We're not going home with nothing. We're going to show them who we are. And so, like, we kind of came out, hit the field, and um, they didn't – we hit the field running, and they just kind of was just tiptoeing on the field. So we took the advantage really quick. And we didn't – our thing is, like, we don't never think too highly of an opponent. We just worry about what we do. Right. Now, being at South Point, obviously, it's one of the top high schools in the state. You got your Bijan Robinsons, obviously, your Lathan Ransoms. What does that mean for you two to be kind of the next line in that lineage right there from this powerhouse in Tucson? Really, it's like um, it's an honor to be able to um, be compared to those guys and to bring, um, what's the word, a better – To be able to represent our school in such a way is really an honor to do that. Right. Now, going back to Jed Fish here for a second, he said when he took over, he said, listen, he said, we might not get every player in the city or the state, but he says, nobody's going to outwork us for players. He said, we're going to be here. Has, uh, has Coach Fish followed through on that? Has he been on, you know, has he been on campus? He's been recruiting you guys as hard as possible? Um, I, I would say so in their ability. They've done as much as they can. Right. The uh, Now, let's talk a little bit about the strength and conditioning program there at South Point, because that's what really kind of separates, I think, a lot of you besides the coaching. First of all, which one of you guys can bench press more? Um, I think him. That's me. Yeah, he got it. Yeah. What, what do you got there, Keona? You asked me what I can do? Yeah, what, what can you bench? Yeah. Uh, 315. 315 right on yes, the, uh, what is this so the the, the weight lifting the nutrition everything that's gone in there i mean because you guys are kind of on a you know like a small level college type lane how has that been able to help you because both of you guys have just i mean you've grown immensely over the last couple of years 
I would say the biggest thing that separated us from the pack would be just like technique. Because the biggest thing Coach Garrett has um, emphasized is technique. And once you get all those things, it kind of helps every other aspect of your game, like your attentiveness to detail, um, what you know your assignment is. If you can get like all those small details, say like in a clean, like um, if you don't have good technique, you're not going to clean that much. You're not going to clean like those big numbers that you want to. So um, I would just say like just her attentiveness to detail, like and obviously like the lifting aspect helps you transition to the field. What's the best player that you guys have gone against? Not uh, uh, not named each other, or not named Elijah, or not named Kiona. Is there anybody that stands out for you guys? Are you talking about in our school, or just like in the whole state? Just overall, just you know, going to camps, whatnot. Has there been anybody that you're like, whoa? I would say I, I forget what I forget what his first name is. I went against um, Pele back in. He's over in IMG. That's probably one of the best I went against at a camp and in game. I was I went against Elijah Page, the USC tackle, and that was a that was a good match. Keona, has there been anybody where you looked at and you're like, wow, that's that's different? Um, I, I would say when I went against um, Page, it was just you know he's like that. Um, he's like that. He's like he passes the eye test. Well, we both did. So Arizona, sometimes you don't always see that guy. So for me, it was like, all right, that's my matchup. Like, all right, let's do it. So it was kind of just like, yeah, that's that guy I'm going to see on the next level. Like, let me go figure it out. Now, as far as just kind of an instant impact, then, uh, you know, what has coach talked about, you know, when you guys get to Arizona, then, you know, uh, coming in and competing for starting jobs immediately? Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's that's our mindset when we come in. Um, to compete. Yeah, just compete, um, contribute as much, like as much as they allow us, as much as we can. Um, we hit the field. Great. I mean, that's the mindset. We want to be up there. Yeah, we just don't need to compete. All right. Now let's talk about the rest of your season then. Obviously, you're off to a fast start. And um, going into the year, obviously, your goal is to win state. Where are you through the uh, first couple games of the season, and how do you guys feel going forward? I said we like your place, would you say? Yeah, I would, yeah, we're in a good place. Um, we just got to just tighten up, just on some, um, just tighten up on the basics. Just keep doing what we're doing, perfecting the things that we do, and you know, just keep building that confidence from game to game. Keep building that confidence and that um, trust in each other. That the guy next to you, he's accountable, reliable, and he's gonna sell out for you. You're gonna sell out for him, and we just all know what we're doing. As long as we just tighten up on like like some little things, we're gonna keep building just like we are. And then once we get a shot, like the big contenders of the state. Did you guys have any idea what you'd like to major in in college? Um, um, I have three majors. Not three majors, but uh, well, three majors. One of them I want to pursue: um, architecture, architectural engineering, and um, civil engineering. Elijah, what do you got? Um, me, I'm still trying to, I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, right. Well, well, you definitely got enough. You definitely got enough time for that one for sure. Um, and then just kind of uh, before before we sign off, right there, you got any message for the U of A fans that are beyond ecstatic that both of you guys are staying home to play for the U of A? So just bear down. Bear <laughs> <Bear> down. <laughs> yeah, that's our mindset. Bear down.
Right. All right, guys, really appreciate you, Kiona, Elijah. And again, um, it means a lot to the people in the community that you guys are sticking around. Obviously, you guys could have gone to a bunch of different places. And uh, I speak for a lot of people when I tell you that uh, congratulations on the decision. Looking forward to watching you guys. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you for having us. All right, Keona Davis and Elijah Rushing right there. Uh, watch on the AZ Wildcats podcast. All right. I mean, that's part of the cool job of right here, being able to talk with these guys. And again, like I said, you know, when you first, when you see a five-star kid come out of Tucson, you generally do not see that. Not only do you generally not see that, you generally don't see anything even close to that. And again, Elijah Rushing was the one dude who, I heard about him first when he was in probably about seventh grade and he was absolutely taller than everybody out there. And when I tell you that he was taller than everybody, it wasn't like the situation where you're watching a game and a kid's a couple inches taller. No, he was literally like a foot taller than a lot of these dudes out there. And that's what was just so unique. You watch him and you're like, whoa. And he the fact that uh, he became a five-star kid now you never exactly expect that to happen but i'm also not uh, i'm also not uh, uh, blown away that he became a five-star kid especially when you consider the lineage that is in play right here all right now let's talk a little bit about wink before we get back to the recruiting right there wink here's the deal available in either 2.5 milligrams or five milligram cans you can find wink right here in arizona look for wink at all sunday goods dispensaries in the valley and botanical gardens in tucson they're now in 12 states nationwide and even launched recently ordering home delivery to about a dozen others to find the fastest way to get your hands on one go to drinkwink.com all right, now with uh, with with Jed Fish and they and they both kind of alluded to it. You've just got to be able to just tap the uh, just be able to tip your cap to him. And a big reason why you got to tip your cap to him is that let's be honest here, these kids could have gone anywhere they wanted. And if this was Kevin Sumlin, probably not going to Arizona. Bijan Robinson, Lathan Ransom, they uh, they certainly didn't uh, feel that, that that was the need uh, for Arizona or to come to Arizona. Both these kids had a variety of offers right there from NIL to uh from NIL to big time schools that everybody knows of, they could have gone wherever they wanted. And I think that that is a big part of where we're at in the grand scheme of things that Jed fish, if he's got a five-star kid down the street and again, not only a five-star kid down the street, but a kid that could be a, could be a total difference maker. And I put a, a Kiona, I put Kiona in there as well. And I'll tell you a story there about Kiona there in a second, but Jed fish gets it. Jedfish knows that if I've got really, really talented kids, I have got to be able to keep them in the city. And you know what? If I can't keep them in the city, I got to do whatever possible to at least make them think about staying in the city. And Jedfish has done exactly that. And um, again, that is a tip of the cap to Jedfish because he understands the recruiting basics at Arizona. That, yes, you don't have a huge talent base outside of Sal Point, obviously. So if you've got Sal Point there, you have got to be able to win. You've got to be able to win those Sal Point battles right there. And the thing that he was able to do, he was able to just stick around. Stick around because, again, what I mean by that is he knew that Elijah Rushing was going to have, uh, could go anywhere he wanted. But Let's make let's just continue to recruit and make him the top uh, the top possible prospect right there on our board. You bring in Cruz rushing, obviously, and then um, you continue to build with that uh, community right there. And it becomes a big time thing. And that's where I think that with Arizona, 
this was a little bit different right here. And I think that's what's exciting about it for Arizona fans is that you don't know exactly what the uh, the apex is. Uh, Anthony Gimino said this a while back. By the way, Anthony Gimino, a new member, a new member, a new member of the PHNX Wildcats family right there. Check out all of his work. But Gimino said, you don't really know what the upside is under Jed Fish. By about year three or four, you had a kind of an idea with Rich Rod that it probably wasn't going to really – you know, apex out right there. And a big reason why it wasn't going to apex out was because there just wasn't the recruiting with Jed fish. We don't know exactly what that, uh, we don't know exactly where that's going to stop. And I think that's where everybody, uh, I think is incredibly enthused because you've already brought in, you already brought in a top 25 class. And let's talk about that top 25 for class for a second. It's littered with NFL players from T Mac to Jonas Sabanea, um, to Jonas Sabanea to, uh, um, excuse me, to Jacob Cowing. I can go on and on down the list. Uh, Wendell, Moe, Jacob Manu. That was a transformative recruiting class right there. And he was able to really bring that in there. And he was able to um, show that, all right, we know what we're doing. We can recruit and we can bring guys in that can play at that kind of a level right there. All right. Now we're going to get to some comments here. Angel C with an interesting remark. I agree with you, by the way. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that in just a second. But first, BetMGM, BetMGM Sportsbook. Sign up for BetMGM right now. Use bonus code PHNX. Place your first bet, uh, uh, BetMGM Sportsbook wager through BetMGM Sportsbook, a mobile application of at least $10. You will receive $200 instantly in additional winnings, regardless of your wager's outcome. Check out the show notes for full details. All right, now, now let's hear from Shane Diefenbach with the disclaimer. Problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Nevada, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369-NEW YORK. Call 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts. 21 plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Arizona. 1-800-BETS-OFF, Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. 1-800-981-0023, Puerto Rico, in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., New York, or Ontario. All right, as far as BetMGM goes, though, I am telling you, take Arizona to cover against UTEP. I don't understand why that line is as low as it is right now. I would 100% take that line right there on the BetMGM app. You got to check it out. Again, nothing makes it more interesting than betting on your team on BetMGM. Uh, okay, now, Angel C., um, Yes, your point is well taken. Here's what Angel C has to say. He goes, uh, to be on, uh, to be honest, I hate the notion that Tucson doesn't have football talent. Never said that. We've had names like Bijan Robinson, Levi Wallace, Brooks Reed, uh, Flanagan Fowles, Blake Martinez. I can keep going right there, my man. You can go Kadeem Carey. You can go Michael Bates. You can go Mario Bates. You can go uh, Reggie Robertson, uh, who is my senior uh, state player of the year when I was at Saguaro. There's a ton of dudes. I guess my point is this, though, is that there's generally, out of all those guys right there, that's about one every two or three years. So, yes, there's obviously big-time talent that comes out of here, but it's not like it's in Phoenix, where there's like 22, 23 kids that could easily help your team out. That's my only That's my only distinction right there. But, yes, at the top end, Arizona – uh, Tucson can produce some really, really good football players right there. And not only does it produce good football players, guys that can go on and play in the league. You didn't even mention Lathan Ransom or Donovan Alumba, Mateo Mele, who's starting at Washington, Bruno Fina. These are all dudes that should be at the U of A. And if they were at the U of A, they would probably be starting 
And again, Jed Fish gets that. A lot of coaches in the past here did not get that. The importance of Tucson is got to be the first priority because, again, like we said, not a ton of talent on a year-by-year basis, but when there does come talent like Elijah Rushing, when there does come talent like uh, Keona Davis, you've got to be able to keep those guys home, and Fish gets it. Whereas, you know, with Kevin Sumlin, Kevin Sumlin didn't get it. Kevin Sumlin essentially said, all right, well, um, yeah, uh, they won't come here, so why should we even try recruiting them? So that's kind of where that is. Trish Rush, by the way, Lightning Elijah Thunder Kiona. I like it right there. We appreciate that. And, uh, yes, I would agree with that one. Uh, I would agree with that one as well. Both of these guys, though, have transformative potential here because generally when dudes come out of Tucson, um, they're skill, they're skill guys or a lot of times they're DBs. And that's awesome, obviously. Like uh, Angel C said, you know, your Bijans, your Levi Wallaces, your Flanagan Fowles, guys like that. But these are defensive linemen right there. Not only are they defensive linemen, they are big guys. And one thing that we have seen over the years at Arizona is that Arizona does not have a plethora of big players up front. Now, it's gotten a lot better under Jed Fish. We're going to get to that in the preview here for UTEP here in a minute. But you've got to continue to get build. And Lamont Lovett, I think, said this very well when he said, you've got to continue to uh, go kind of with that SEC model that, yes, you might not get the five-star uh, pass rusher, although we did, but you've got to be able to continue to get big guys. And if you're going to miss, you're going to miss on big players up front. And not only are you going to miss on big players up front, you've got to be able to get those guys because they have more potential. We, we talk about it all the time. Parker Zellers, awesome, uh, awesome player here at D-Tackle. But when you're 255 pounds, you're going to be a little bit limited. You know who doesn't have limitations? Keona and Elijah. I mean, you just look at their builds. You look at how strong they are already and how much they get it. They don't have the kind of uh, – they don't have – they've got an upside that so many players here previously didn't necessarily have. And – what also is important too, and we got to talk about the elephant in the room, is Sal Point. You have got to be able to get players from Sal Point. Um, when I was growing up, um, dating myself here. When I was growing up, there was essentially, there was essentially. Um, five or six schools that could produce division one players on a game by game, uh, on a year by year basis. Saguaro, you had Sabino, you had Amphi, you had Sal Point, you had CDO. You had Sunnyside. All those players now are almost all at Sal Point, and I get it because Sal Point, you can kind of uh, you got you got better training, you got a better program. It just makes sense. I get why kids are go. I get why kids are going there. So that's got to be that has got to be the epicenter of the school of your program right there is getting players there who can who can uh, essentially. Um, it's a one-stop shop. That's the best way that I can put it. It's a one-stop shop right there, and that you've got to be, and you've got to be able to get those guys. And if you don't get those guys, then it really doesn't. Uh, then it really doesn't matter. Angel C, by the way, come and appreciate uh, the input. He says Arizona has been QB capital over the last couple of years. Demond Williams, Dylan Rayola, Brock Purdy, Spencer Rattler. You are missing a couple of them, but uh, I'm sure I'm missing some. Tucson will come up soon. I'd love to see it because right now you are right. The higher level of Tucson football is definitely higher than it has been in the past and two of those young men right there i think very much exemplify that all right now it is time for the bet mgm parlay picks right here parlay picks all right here's my parlay for you 
I am going to take Arizona to cover against UTEP, and then I am also going to take Fresno State to cover against ASU. That's called a two for one right there. Get both of those. Uh, get both of those right there, and you can. Uh, you'll thank me later, or. You might be one of the people that said, dude, this guy doesn't know anything he's talking about. I'm going against him. But either way, get that parlay in and check it out on BetMGM right there. Okay, now Trent B. Trenton Borgay, yes. Trenton Borgay, absolutely. Um, I don't know that he should transfer to the U of A, Rudy, because I don't know that he – I think he's got a better chance of playing at ASU because like uh, Angel C said, you got DeMond Williams coming in. You've got uh, not only do you have Demond Williams coming in, you've already got, you're going to have Noah Fafita back. You're going to have Braden Dorman. Um, I think that there's probably an easier route maybe at ASU, especially uh, you know if some things go down. But I would be totally, I'd be totally okay with that. Five of a kind media says who's on the radar at South Point 2025 right there. The U of A should move. <laughs> into South Point in a permanent office. You got two defensive vent. You got two defensive linemen right there. Noah Bonnie and uh, one other player who are, uh, who project out as division one football players. And that's kind of what's unique about South Point though, is how big that defensive line is. It's not just, it's not just Elijah and Kiona. It's you've got some other young players uh, that are waiting in the midst as well, who can really, really play football. But again, I hate to sound like a broken record right here, but I've got to keep going back to defensive ends, defensive line. That's how you get good. Look at this Arizona defense this coming year or this, uh, this year so far. The one thing about this defense is it is bigger. And you know what? When it's bigger, you got more margin for error. And I think that's what's exciting about all of that. And so, again, big kudos to what Jed Fish and staff have been able to do. Now, I will say, let's get Shady Rays in here. And I'm going to tell you something here. Maybe give you a little bit of insight, uh, inside information right here. Exclusively for our listeners, Shady Rays has given out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code PHNX for 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated by uh, five stars by over 250,000 people. I love Shady Rays. And not only do I love Shady Rays, I love wearing them outside. Get the prescription ones. Makes me feel a lot cooler than I actually am. Um, now, Move on. Looking at Arizona UTEP and how this talks with the Sal Point. The other thing about it, Jed Fish said, you know, we're going to miss, we're going to miss big. Look at this Arizona D line. Look at this Arizona offensive line. You can make the case right now, as great as the wide receivers are, that that line is right there. That offensive line is right there as far as importance for U of A. Because again, you got big Jonah on the side, back at tackle. Then you got Jordan Morgan on the other side. And right there, um, you both have both those players are potential first round picks. I think Joan is a lock. Then inside, you've got you've got uh, Raymond Polito, who's back, ex Alabama commit, who decided that he wanted to back another A right there, and Wendell Moe. Then you got Josh Baker. That is a really really good offensive line, and I think that that's uh, something that we should not look past. Um, then. Uh, on the defensive line, you just got bigger, and that starts with Big Bill Norton. Big Bill Norton has been a godsend for this team right there. You got him, you got Taylor Upshaw, you got Ty Ty Uyagalele. It looks like a defensive line right now. Then you insert, uh, um, then you insert the uh, Elijah Rushing, Keona Davis next year. And uh, the Mr. Burns fingers come out right there. Um, and it's just exciting to see because I've been following Arizona football. I've watched every game since 93. 
And um, the one thing about it is when Arizona was really, really good, you uh, except the one year under Rich Rod, you had defensive playmakers. You need to have defensive players out there who can be difference makers, who can get after the passer, who can get after the quarterback, and who can stop the run. Both Keona and Elijah are that to a T. And I think that's what's exciting about all this. By the way, Angel C says, I have a very fond memory of Kadeem Carey absolutely burying my brother into the field when they played no gallus. Um, funny story about Kadeem. Um, and for my, and again, Bijan has obviously eclipsed Kadeem. So I'm not, I'm not saying that, but for my money in Tucson, the best player I've ever seen is Kadeem Carey. Um, I first saw him. I was actually, it's, it's a long story, but I was actually at a JV game where he did a flip into the end zone. And uh, then he was moved up to varsity right after that. It was, uh, it was quite impressive. And obviously what Kadeem did at the U of A speaks for itself. Um, but yeah, Kadeem was the man. Uh, Rudy Martinez, size is night and day on this team. Some Mississippi State's fans were loving Big Bill Norton. We need more Big Bill Nortons. And that's the great thing about Big Bill Norton is you don't necessarily see his impact on the stat sheet, but you know what you see from Big Bill Norton? You see a dude who can take up multiple blocks, which lets players like Justin Flo flow to the ball right there. Justin Flo, we're all right. We're at the stage now where I was wrong again. You got to play Justin Flo more. You got to have him out there. I know that uh, he's not great in pass coverage. I get all that. But he, we're talking about size and explosiveness on the defensive side of the ball. You've got to have Justin Flo out there. And if you don't have Justin Flo out there, you're probably making a mistake. Again, I get that you pick up one end of the stick. You got to pick up the other. I totally get all of that. But I think at this stage in the game, though, his uh, pluses outweigh his negatives because he was just a man amongst boys out there against Mississippi State. And he could be back next year, possibly with Elijah and Keona coming in as well, as well. All right. This is also the time to become a PHNX diehard. All right. Here's the deal. Go to gophnx.com. Sign up to become a diehard. All kinds of cool deals. And on top of that, our good buddy Anthony Gimino is now here as well, writing it. I've uh, I've been bothering the Anthony for over 10 years, and he's put up with me, and uh, I consider him a good friend, even if he doesn't consider me a good friend. We even talked on the phone yesterday for quite a while. But again, this is the best time to sign up. All kinds of cool merch. Check out gophnx.com. All right. Now, this uh, tomorrow we got Aaron Torres coming up here, Fox Sports Radio personality, a big fan of uh, Arizona fans are a big fan of Aaron because he backed the A when nobody else was back in the A. Obviously, does national radio. He uh, fills in for Doug Gottlieb. He's always a big hit when he comes on here, and I'm very, uh, very uh, excited to uh, see that. By the way, five of a kind media. I'm always down to make fun of ASU. It was the first offer Emmanuel Steven. They didn't make his top five. <laughs> We will talk about Emmanuel Steven as well, but really want to thank Elijah and Kiona. And the other thing too, about South point kids is that they're generally almost always really, really good kids. They've got, uh, they've got good morals grounded into them. They, uh, they behave the way that they should. I mean, you look at, uh, you look at a B. John Robinson, look at Elijah rushing. These dudes could have gone anywhere in the country. And when I say they could have gone to Bama or Georgia well, they could have gone to Bama or Georgia, and they would have been a priority recruit. You watch everything from behind the scenes. Everybody says, you know, yes, sir, no, sir, all of that. I love seeing that. And, you know, it's like with Bijan. When he scores a touchdown, he's not spiking the football and doing all this stuff. He's acting like he's been there before. And I think that's what's that's just what's exciting about this whole uh, 
this whole movement here and about how Jed Fish has been able to get into South Point. And, uh, you know, I'm just thrilled. Like I said, I'm I'm thrilled beyond belief because I didn't know that we were ever going to get a co- football coach here at Arizona that was going to pull out all the stops across the board from recruiting to uh, strength and conditioning to putting together a dynamic coaching staff. And so far, Jed Fish has done that. And you're starting to see the product on the field as well. All right. We've got to thank Elijah Rushing again and Keona Davis. We're going to be back with you tomorrow at noon. We got Aaron Torres, Arizona favorite from Fox Sports Radio, coming on there as well. But for the great Jacob Franklin behind the scenes, I am merely Mike Luke. Thank you a ton. Oh, by the way, real quick, Angel C, regardless of win totals this year, let's be real. The schedule is brutal. It's very apparent that the school's trajectory is very high with Jed. I could see us as a CFB with the 12-team playoffs. Angel C, you put it much better than I could ever put it. We're going to leave on that note, but we will be back with you tomorrow. You've been listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.